Thanks, gentlemen, for hopping on and doing this, uh, doing this little uh, talk soup ripoff, aka duck soup. <laughs> Thanks, guys. For, yeah, if you're just tu- yeah, if you're just tuning in right now, first time, this is. I mean, if you if you heard of the soup or if you heard of talk soup, this is pretty much uh, it's pretty much ready to get. I pretty much scroll, you know, social media. That's pretty much what I do for my free time. That's like my hobby: is scrolling social media, find funny ass like uh, when I read a news story, I'm like, what the shit? There's no way this is real. Oh my god, yep, it's real. Okay, I gotta find- <laughs> I gotta read more into this. Uh, and I just put a list of those together and tally them up, and then uh, Wes and I we hop on here every couple weeks, and we're like. Uh, Wes, I got to tell you about this news story because you're not going to believe this shit. <laughs> so, uh, so, anywho, but I, I uh, you know, you guys, I think, uh, you know, you're familiar with the CrossFit space, so I always like to start off with a little bit of CrossFit news, and uh, and I was looking at their leaderboard. Um, looking at the, uh, I think I'm currently looking at the uh, 29th uh, thousand. Oh no, I'm sorry, 26,495th uh, fittest person in Wes, and then the 2,586 fittest person in Tim right now. Well done, fellas. <laughs> Well done. Shout. Yeah. You're like, week, week two coming in hot, man. Yeah. You don't even see. You, you're not even seeing with your shuttle sprints. I'm so fast. <laughs> um, full transparent, guys. I didn't I didn't sign up. Over I, right. I know. I'm a dick. I'm a colossal dickhead. I know. You I'm loser. doing a workout. I just didn't sign up. Unacceptable. I know. Uh, we were shooting the shit a little bit about the uh, setup you guys have to do because you guys are both gym owners for... Uh, 23.2. Uh, I know the setup doesn't seem the most fun, but we're also talking about the workout. Do you guys, the, my first initial reaction was, the, is think the 15 minutes of shuttle runs and burpees is like too long? Or is that just me complaining? No, I think it's, it's appropriate for what uh-huh. the workout is because it doesn't really like, if it was shorter, it wouldn't hurt enough. Uh-huh. I guess like yeah. this, you really got to dig like 15 minutes of these two movements. Like you yeah. really got to dig in the last couple of minutes or you can just, I mean, you could sad sack your workout pretty badly. So Correct. Um, I think it's an appropriate time domain. I, I think so. Oh, okay. Well, I guess this is me complaining. Cause I was thinking like, man, 10 minutes would have been so much more enjoyable. <laughs> I mean, if we were going to see ties on the leaderboard here, yeah. 10 minutes, you would have seen ties yeah. on the leaderboard. And- well, what, uh, what separated, uh, Roman and Pat, like, uh, uh, burpee, right? A uh, burpee pull up, wasn't it? Or maybe two? I can't remember now. I think, yeah, so it was not a. It was not yeah, a lot. It was a right, couple yeah. reps. Yeah. Um. All right, and then uh, you guys said setups good so far with the uh, the just yeah. The it's the problem with the setup on this one. I would say it's like we put one tape line on one side of the gym, uh-huh. everybody cool. press on the other, and then we run that way. But we don't have a rig in the middle of our gym, which I think could cause some issues with people. Ours were all the way against the wall, so that helped out a ton. Yeah, we're the same. All of our rigs are like in basically an L bracket on two of the walls. So it's like super helpful and great for this workout. But I mean, if you've got a smaller gym, like our first gym was like 1,200 square feet. We yeah, would have been gym. there from Friday morning until Monday morning running nonstop heats. <laughs> like, and yeah. that would have been it. Like, we would have been there forever. Yeah. Uh, well, do you very guys thankful have a, to have upgraded. Do you guys have a number in mind with like your thruster attempt? Like, what do you think you're going to get? Like, you have something in mind right now? I mean, I would be thrilled if I even sniffed something in the neighborhood of 300 pounds. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Same. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, realistically for me, like 275, 285, I yeah. will, you know, pretty confident I could get. If I got like 295, I'd be 
Oh, yeah. Two thumbs up, stoked. Yeah, stoked to the moon. So, oh, yeah. Well, well so, where do you see this going on the leaderboard as far as like heaviest thruster? Oh, dude. I mean, also, I have one of the like Tola. I'm doing team with Tola this year, and he's easily one of the strongest dudes I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he, I mean, he thrusted a lot. Don't get me wrong, but not as much as I thought he would have. I think like the window's so short that, I mean, maybe a mutant like Griffin Raleigh might thrust. Like he could probably thruster like mid three hundreds, but I don't know. Again, like it depends how hard you go on the workout and how quickly that time adds up. Like I'm not doing it till Sunday morning, so I don't really know mm-hmm. how that window feels yet. I'll I won't know for another whatever two days. Yeah, it's interesting. Then you put in the five-minute window. You think physiologically it's supposed to be full recovery, right? Three to five minutes. I'm sure that uh, Boz was just like, oh, okay, cool. Here we go, exercise science. We'll keep it. You need that recovery window then. <laughs> That's awesome. No, um, it's good. Yeah, I think I think there's going to be like a three. I think there's going to be like a 350. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm sure someone someone will. There's enough mutants in CrossFit that yeah. somebody will sandbag the first part and the rest are like. <laughs> 375 for sure yep of course i have an affiliate owner around here that owns a gym just down the street and he regularly push presses 405 holy crossfit affiliate owner so i wouldn't be he was just on the main site actually she did an interview with him he's got the mustache he's a wall Wall street guy yeah wall street weightlifter yeah yeah his name but yeah oh yeah he's he's relatively fit like he's gonna get a decent score on Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. Can we get close to 400 pounds by the second part? Oh, Lord. And That's what, insane. uh, freaking, uh, Townsend, too. I think I can see him doing something. Oh, local. yeah. James Townsend. Crazy Townley. powerful. Yeah. Oh, learn, like, I mean, I know you said you didn't team this year, but as an individual, like, how does that make, I mean, I remember when I was an individual, you see somebody come in there and shake up that leaderboard like that at the top, and it really does a number to the, you know, top 20% or so. Like, how do you feel about this type of workout and the ability for that kind of thing to happen? I mean, with with the way the open is kind of structured now, I'm okay with it. Like, especially like, you know, if I'm nerding out for a second, like to see a kind of raw strength test that frankly is going to be a little tough to judge. Like you're going to see some stuff that probably is a little jerky maybe, or a little like sketchy. I'm glad they put it early in the season where there's less, uh, like there's less scrutiny required for its impact on the season as a whole. Um, oh. But I mean, and I think also like, the raw powerlifting test, which is, I would consider this in that realm. Like you can either frustrate or you can't, you know, there's not a whole lot of technical proficiency required. It's like, are you strong enough to do this? Um, They definitely have a time and a place. And, you know, I think it can, in the opens a pretty good spot for it versus like maybe quarterfinals where those outliers are going to have a huge impact on, you know, possibly who qualifies for semis. So I'm happy to see it in the open versus quarterfinals. I think if there was like a three rep max thrust during quarterfinals or something, I would I would be a little more like eh, about it. But yeah, I'm okay with it being here. Cool. Any uh, early predictions for next workout? Do you think there's like a certain, or do you think there needs to be a particular workout that has to be like a that has to be included in the open? Like, and there needs to be a muscle up or something like that. Do you think there's a like there's a movement that's like a guarantee that that we'll see next week? Honestly, I was actually I texted my my training buddy and one of my business partners last night, and I was like, I honestly, for the first time ever, don't know what to expect in week three. I have to yeah. think short. Like it has to be something like Meh. seven to nine minutes, maybe. Like I yeah. think it's going to be shorter and faster. But then I think about the movements that generally hurt when done quickly, and a lot of them are gone. So like burpees, rowing, thrusters, like a lot of those movements that are classic. Like I mean, pull ups even. 
Like all that stuff yeah. is gone. And those are classic movements that fit mm -hmm. well in short time domains that yeah. pack real punch and allow like elite to separate. Mm -hmm. I mean, looking at what's left, I'm like, I mean, you've got snatch snatch variations. So yeah. like, you know, power snatch, dumbbell snatch, mm -hmm. box jump overs. Like I'm trying to think of like Double very, unders. Yeah. yeah, like very explosive things that'll blow up your heart rate in a hurry. And I'm yeah. like, I can't think of one yet. So uh -huh. I really actually, I honestly couldn't put a finger on what I think week three will be other than shorter. Because <laughs> we had two long workouts, you know, like we had 14 and 15 minutes. One was very grindy, one was skill intensive, but like longer workouts for the open. So it's got to be short. But other than that. Yeah, that's a good call. I can see it being short for sure. Yeah. By the way, I see you, Wad Zombie. Yeah. Just comment on every every platform. <laughs> good shit, buddy. Good shit. Uh, and with that, we'll we'll uh, we'll just sneak right into the first news story. I don't know if you guys saw this. I always, I'm I'm hoping you guys don't know any of these because I always like to get an initial gut reaction. But um, the headline reads: uh, Basketball coach fired after impersonating 13 year old at a JV game. What? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see this? Yeah, this it's hilarious too because she was like she was hustling these kids and like uh, talking smack and stuff. The uh, is the she summary like, is five or what's the? She's a uh, it's, it's a Virginia high school basketball coach has been fired for impersonating a 13 year old player at a game. Uh, Arisha Boykins, a 22 year old assistant coach for the Churchland Junior Varsity Girls team, actually signed up for the Truckers and impersonated a player who was out of town at a club basketball tournament. Well, I. Uh, Apparently she had a game. Apparently she like had some blocks and she had like I think she probably had like a triple double and a dunk. I don't know something, but she was like she was she jamming had... on these with like I am on the court right now. I'm 13. We are doing this thing. She went oh, sure. Wow. Kind I mean, of hilarious. Yeah, I would hope of... she would run shop on some 13 year olds. Like you would you would definitely hope that she would have like a a forty point game and like uh -huh. dunk over someone's head. Yeah. Wait, how she had that? What were the points? Let's find I, out. I don't. You know, I kept trying to find it. I don't think she, actually she had that many, but uh, but the couple oh. of highlights. I'll have you, have you guys can see it there. She's like, she's falling she in the lane. Like, had one. And she's like, yeah. Um, Hundred points over thirteen year old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I think like this may have maybe you might be able to get away with this like. You know, pre-smartphone era, but I think the smartphone era, like, oh, dude, we're gonna we're gonna nail this lady. And also, oh, kind of yeah. reminds you of like you guys watch the Little League World Series when these like Dominican Republicans look like they're getting their ARP membership, also signing up for like little leagues. Like, what the hell's going I on? I am twelve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, full beard. It's like sticks <laughs> one. I'm like, come on, kid. There's no way. Um, is there any circumstance this is okay, guys? Is there any circumstance we could uh? <laughs> yeah, sure. it was uh i remember my football coaches used to come in during practices all the time and put on helmets and take shop and and it was more about like hey i'm not here to kill you but i'm here to bring you up to the next level so if this was right. a this thing i could see that for sure maybe yeah. shimmy's game but yeah so got a little too into it for it to be any of those so <laughs> yeah. apparently it was like an important tournament or something if like and they didn't have enough players so if they did, if somebody didn't step in they had to get like forfeit or something and the coach is like out of my fucking watch we're not doing that all right at least there's a little bit of rationale there where like <laughs> it's like oh we are going to get booted from the tournament i mean still not really acceptable yeah. but at least like there's something you didn't just yeah. do it to get your rocks off like yeah or did you feel better <laughs> feel better about yourself <laughs> that's hilarious let's see how much i could school these kids it could be like one on five isolation uh second story uh, half of single men only wash their sheets every four months. 
Um, all right, guys. Um, recent study of a t- over a little 2,000 adults in the UK found uh, nearly fully 45% of the men wash their uh, wash their sheets every four months. Um, how often do you guys wash your sheets? At least once a week. Damn, Wes. Yeah. I mean, do you, Tim? I mean, my wife is my, okay. like if if it were left to my own devices, I might let it go longer than that. Thank but you. my wife is pretty diligent about that stuff, so she's okay. like, "All right, yeah, like it's Sunday, it's time time to change the sheets. Like it's been a week." Whereas I'm like, "Really? Like, sure." Well, there's the, <laughs> there's no chance in hell I'm telling you guys how often I wash my sheets. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are gonna be like you sick fuck. Seriously, like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Andy Galpin does. You guys know who Andy Galpin is. Andy Dalton, the quarterback. No, Andy Galpin. He's the oh, actual physiologist. Uh, he he has a, actually comes into your your home and does like a full physiological and like make you sleep. And, uh-huh. and they were talking specifically about like not having dogs and those types of things. Uh, yeah. All of a sudden, they were talking about dander and stuff, and that was one of the big issues why people won't get good sleep cycles is that they have all this dander stuff from their bed sheets. That's oh, caused shit. breathe well so that they can't get into deep sleep cycles. So damn. Okay. Oh, shit. Every wow. the fittest human being on earth. <laughs> I mean, all right, if science says so. That makes insanely good sense. Well, here's another thing too. Are you guys a are you guys a shower at night or shower in the morning type of people? Night. Okay, I shower at night. Yeah. I'm a late late in the yeah, late in the day. Like okay. I train, okay. I work, so like I'll I shower like late afternoon, <laughs> like yeah, early evening, something like when I'm in my house for the rest of the night. So I'm yeah. That's gotta buy you. Clean. Yeah, that's got to buy you some extra time, right? Because you're going to bed on a nice, fresh, clean body, right? I feel like that should buy you some extra time. I think so. And by yeah. extra time, I'm talking like six months. <laughs> okay. You're on the twice a year plan? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> quarterly. I wash my shit quarterly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just for those who are wondering, uh, the recommendations here is to wash your sheets, bed linens, and pillowcases every week. Sounds like you guys are on top of that already. Uh, blankets and duvets every two to three months. Maybe, yeah. And pillows, actual washing your pillows four to six months. I think if you wash your pillows, your your shit's done. You can't wash those things, right? You gotta like... You just burn them and buy new ones, yeah. right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, this is, a, this is an Amazon lifestyle, dude. I'm gonna go and freaking order some new pillows every couple of months. <laughs> Shut that shit down. <laughs> Anywho. Um... Number three, this might be the oldest Roman sex toy ever found. Did you guys see this story? I actually saw this. This mm-hmm. came across my news feed. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Good. The wooden phallus could be the oldest known sex toy used by ancient Romans. Archaeologists discovered a wooden object in the shape of a penis at the Roman fort of Vindalanda. I didn't say that right, probably. In northern England in 1992, researchers believe this 6.3-inch long object, was, which is nearly 2,000 years old, could have been used for clitoral stimulation rather than penetration. We can all agree 6.3 inches is massive, right? That's huge. <laughs> Naturally. In that photo, it looks way bigger than 6.3 inches, though. <laughs> no, that was all 6.3 inches. That was like a three-foot schlong right there. Holy moly. Um, I'm just curious what penises look like back in... Um... <laughs> One made them go like, yeah, this is what this is. This couldn't have been a billion other things. I know. Some small pervert. Looks like, but it also looks like the leg to a table. Could have been. Worn down one side. This could have been. Yeah, you know, I really would love how they like got to that. This is probably just some uber perverty 
archaeologist is like, <laughs> I know what this is. <laughs> it's Something. definitely a 2,000-year-old dildo, guys. <laughs> I swear. It does look like Groot's penis. Yeah, the archaeologist, he just like, he sent the in- email out. He's like, guys, you can't take it back. Okay, I just went, already sent it out. I can't. This is what it is now. There's no it's going official. back. Look at what we found. Here's the things that could be a table of a, you know, like a table over here that's be used for uh, holding open a door or clitoral yeah. stimulation. What do you guys think? Uh huh. Clitoral stimulation it is. Thank yep. you. Okay, cool. Check that off. Yep, good. Uh-huh. <laughs> Probably just like, you know what we haven't found in a while? We got to like check this box. Got to find something to, something falls under this. No, this was like they went to their marketing firm and they're standing there. They're going, okay, how are we going to get this thing going? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, I mean, like, kudos to them. They freaking kind of, kind of broke the internet. It went super viral. So, I mean, like, hey, props to them for figuring that out. I mean, to be fair, a 2000 year old dildo in your museum is probably going (laughs) to draw a lot more visitors than a 2000 year old chair leg. So they knew what they were doing. (laughs) <laughs> exactly marketing it's all about marketing good stuff uh yeah i guarantee you i guarantee everything what we're like making fun of is exactly what happened <laughs> exactly it was it was just like this and we're looking at we're all gone uh, you think they'll believe us if we uh say it's a wiener yeah let's just try it let's see what happens let's see what happens uh next story apple revealed 31 new emojis are you guys big emoji users yes like three of them okay Good. Well, <laughs> you're in luck if you've been waiting for a gray heart or a soft blue heart. Okay. I mean, your prayers have been answered. These are the ones we've been needing. There's also jellyfishes. Uh, looks like there's a, uh, is that Groot's that's penis right there? I don't know what the hell that is. It looks, looks like, like a, a ginger root. Oh, ginger. That's what it is. Yeah, I get my mind out of the gutter. <laughs> what, um, what do you think that, what do you think that emoji face is? What would you use that for? It's like vibrating, like shaking, like. Having a seizure? I know, seriously, that's what kind of looks like. Like, said help? Is that a send help emoji? <laughs> it looks like, dude. It's exactly what it looks like, yeah. Well, uh, it could be the new zucchini. Oh, was... dude, yep. Or hill. <laughs> yeah, there's animals, there's a goose, there's a, some wings. Got a moose and a donkey. I don't know. I mean, I guess we need them, huh? The Wi-Fi signal, that's a must, huh? In related news, so did, this is similar not, similar vein anyway, iPhone. Okay. An uh-huh. unboxed iPhone one from oh, like whenever I... they released it, two thousand like six or five or something, uh-huh. completely mint condition, sold for sixty thousand dollars as a historic artifact. <laughs> I, know, I was like, was like ten years old. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was that. I was like fifteen, sixteen. <laughs> I have that. Remember the like, G Shock like uh, cell phone that flipped open? You like throw it against the wall. Oh, or dude, through- yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That was my first one. That's an artifact. I'll bring yeah. that. Sixty. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'll say a Nokia with like a changeable oh, cover face and snake. That that's an artifact. Oh uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> yep. Oh, dude. I remember. That. Yeah, I got to push the button three times. And I remember having to buy the. Uh, I upgraded my battery so it vibrate every time you get like a text alert or something like that. Holy moly, that was like. Is that really why you bought it to vibrate? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's also used as a uh, table leg chair. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, that's, that's I did see that news story. That's freaking that's mind blowing. People would like so crazy. People just have money to drop. I guess go drop sixty thousand dollars on this. 
Uh, next story. Study finds non-hormonal male birth control to be 100% effective in mice. If you guys saw this story or not. Um, researchers at Wheel Cornell Medicine uh, developing a non-hormonal male birth control that has proven to be 100% effective at preventing pregnancy in mice. This pill does not affect testosterone levels, and it's faster acting than current contraceptives for women. Without common side effects, sperm were fully inhibited within 30 minutes to an hour of use, but effectiveness drops to 91% by hour three, and it continues to drop uh, 24 hours after ingestion. Kind of but amazing, actually. We better be on your game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's kind of mind blowing. Is this um I don't know, would you guys uh is this something you guys would uh well, interested what... it's just it's just a male like it's supposed to like I, I'm assuming kill your sperm, I guess. I'm like at least kill the yeah. production of it. More info. Okay. Yeah, no well, just... more info. I mean Interested? Yes. More yeah. information yeah. needed? Also, yes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I just thought that was kind of because uh, I was looking. At, I guess they've had they have come out with other um, like male uh, birth control, but they are like all testosterone, like they lowers your testosterone and stuff like that. No, so yeah. the first one. So kind of a huge breakthrough. Yeah, and but kind of, do okay. then. Okay, so if it doesn't do that, then what does it do to your body? Like, oh, don't worry, it doesn't have the hormone. You're gonna grow six six, so don't be. <laughs> 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 yeah, you never know. Side effect, though. <laughs> well, yeah. It's like, what's the point of all these things? You know. What I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, something I saw on Joe Rogan. You guys like Joe Rogan, by the way? I, I mean, I love me some Joe Rogan. I do. Big, big I, I can nerd out on some Joe Rogan for sure. Okay, I love me some Joe Rogan. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Where's that? Uh, uh, gosh, dang it! Did I lose it? I did. I lost it. It's okay. I'm just have to like go off the cuff. Uh, the new government-funded f- uh, food pyramid says that Lucky Charms are healthier than steak. Did you guys see that report? <laughs> that one went viral for sure, especially yeah. in the CrossFit community. I feel like people lost their goddamn minds. Oh, dude, unbelievable! Rightfully like, so. Like, yeah, yeah, right. And it's just like, well, we're not talking about just pure steak. We're talking about ground beef. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. There's no chance in hell <laughs> Lucky Charms is better than freaking uh, even ground beef. Like, what the shit? Um, I'm trying to think. He says the White House hosted a conference that focused on nutrition, health, and hunger in America. Uh, somebody's name that I'm not going to attempt to try to uh, pronounce. Who was one of the main organizers of the event and currently dean of Tufts School of Nutrition? Presented a newly designed food pyramid that only cost three years of time and millions of tax dollars. The new wisdom what they found: Lucky Charms are healthier than steak. Uh, I guess they had a score of 60 for the. Uh, I don't know what the hell report that that scores for. Let's see, slightly above, uh, the chart encourages the consumption of chocolate-covered almonds, which received a score of 78, while minimizing beef and other commonly consumed meats. What the so hell? Did you system that they use, Josh, did say on there? Like... I just, it keeps saying scores. Like, they have a score of 60, but I don't know what the shit the score means. I had the article, damn it, and now I lost it. I was yeah, totally prepared and screwed the pooch. I'm sure it's blended on macronutrients, micronutrients, total yeah. ease of, of Oh, wait, here you go. I found it. I found it. Yeah. So it's I like, think... uh, can I make it? Let me see if I can make it bigger. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> how, how just like natural that was for you to just come off. <laughs> <laughs> so used to hearing it. Uh, yeah. To be encouraged, to be moderated. To be, I don't know. See, I don't know if these scores. I guess to be encouraged is the score. So, I mean, watermelon and kale. But look at frosted mini wheats. 
Oh man, the kale dude is freaking out right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Kale is like he's visited by more than whirlwinds in our mind about the car. He's like, I thought it was the. Big if kale. this doesn't make you question what the government should and shouldn't be allowed to give recommendations right? on, I think uh, you might need a, a head check because yeah, I know it's like the, the yeah. big story is Lucky Charms, but now I'm like diving deeper into this. It's like frosted mini wheats. What the shit? That's number three. I'm sure that there's a lot of validity to a lot of the data that is behind. But <laughs> <laughs> the sense that is also brought forth before right. we got to right. up really looking yeah. like. We doing here and, how, and what type of information are we putting out for our public to consume what mm-hmm. i think actually going to do for us though is like the next generation coming up is watching all of this just going like, oh my god you know and they're right. just yeah we change all of this it's going to be so much better for our kids coming up at home i think you really hope because man you remember what was jammed down our throats like when you were in oh, school of like this yeah. is what you should shouldn't eat like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just how much of that is pure bunk science now? You hope that with a little bit more freedom of information nowadays, people might be a little bit smarter. Right. Correct. I mean, think about kids growing up, we're going to be in a CrossFit gym our whole lives. They're not going to know anything different than he meets a vegetable, doesn't eat some fruit, will start to no sugar. You know what I mean? And they're going to mm-hmm. working out. Like, I just thinking about this. I have a three and a six year old, and they're just, they don't know anything else besides thrusters and double up. <laughs> yeah. eating real food and that kind of stuff so it's going in the right direction for sure this stuff is just it's i think this stuff is just so polarizing of what we've been doing now that everybody's going stop stop right. yeah <laughs> i yeah. know I'm like are you guys trying to are you guys trying to get a reaction to people yeah. because there's like no way that you can like tell me with a straight face oh yeah frosted mini weeds eat that over like a steak like pull the head out of your ass well, yeah, I mean, maybe that is part of it too. Maybe part of it is that, like you know, hey, put them in there. We'll get some clickbait. We'll get people over here, and that helps us get money, which helps us get funding for these scientists. Perhaps, man. Things it, sucks that, it sucks that that's probably true too. But what you guys are saying that this doesn't this doesn't encourage you guys to eat Lucky Charms more. <laughs> I mean, I do. Don't get me wrong. I could I could go to town on some Lucky Charms if you asked me to. But <laughs> fudge yeah, fudge yeah, hell yeah. I have that now. Uh, next story: Puff Daddy, aka P Diddy. Papa Diddy Combs uh, gets a haircut every six hours. As a first story. Yeah. Uh, you know, Diddy, um, he spends $5,000 a day on haircuts, which seems totally that, The amount uh, of it, money people have to spend on dumb things, we re- like, just makes you really wonder about money, doesn't it? Uh, for sure. Diddy disclosed the amount he pays his personal barber for haircuts, which is not the typical amount men pay for grooming. Oh, you think? That's not typical. I think about the mental problems that that is creating for this thing. You know what I mean? Every five minutes, I need to look better. I don't look enough myself. I need to look better every five minutes. Like, that's sad. That's sad. Love yourself. Love yourself. I mean, you're talking to a guy who hasn't cut his hair in about seven years, so. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I was thinking, too, like, if the guy is l- literally cutting hair every, like, six hours, you'd think you'd have no hair at some point, because nobody's hair grows that damn fast, right? Like, if well, you, you're well, taking off, like, teeny tiny bit. You got to give that barber credit. He is making a killing for doing nothing. Dude. He that... just literally just turns the trimmers on and just, like, oh, touches yeah. him a little bit, and it's like, oh, yeah, you look better. He's like. hundred <laughs> percent, dude. Hundred percent, man. Yeah, that uh, lifelong friend that he gave a job to. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, 
in case you're wondering, the barber, shout out to the barber, Marcus Philip Hash. I checked out his Instagram. He actually cuts a lot of like, like a lot of rappers and stuff's hair and stuff. So that guy's rolling in the dinero. Wow, he does it every five minutes for him. Why does he have time? <laughs> <That's true. laughs> you know what? That's a great point. I'm like, how do you have time to cut anybody else's hair, dude? Uh, blows my mind. So five thousand dollars a day. Do you really need another job? No, no, you don't think you should. Like, no. Unless you can get some other sucker. Like, uh, hey, I need a couple of days off. Uh, you know, this guy's gonna give me like ten thousand dollars a day. <laughs> go and milk yeah. this guy for a couple of days. <laughs> um, yeah. Anywho, I thought that was a. Uh, that was just delect- delectable. Next story. Guy asks for legal advice after ruining sensory deprivation tank with his diarrhea. The Reddit user Murky something. Where's this guy? Let me see if I can find this guy's thing. Where was it at? Yeah, here you go. Uh, Murky Coyote 7737 allegedly went to his uh, went for his experience before learning that he had contracted norovirus. You guys know what that is? Oh, yeah. Oh, you do? Okay, that's the first time I heard about it. Infection got can cause... Got your... kids in daycare, man. Of course I know what neurovirus is. <laughs> and after some uh, feverish hallucinations, the tank woke up to a horrid smell and the discovery that he was laying in a pool of his own diarrhea. Oh. The facility is now holding him liable for the replacement of the $8,000 tank, claiming that they cannot safely disinfect it. Yeah, I'm oh, burning that I... son of a bitch. Uh, if it's me, I'm countersuing this pe- these people because, like, hey, give me a heads up, I'm going to get that relaxed. Like, I, need, I don't want I'm as equally traumatized. I don't want to wake yeah. up on my own feces. Like, come on. Holy moly. I guess the, the other, the company was like, no, we're getting rid of this thing. We're not going to try to clunk this thing. You got to pay for it. Literally, like, have to go. Like, go to the places that they're hopefully doing that, you know? And I go in my right. oh, good. We'll clean it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll say that's a little more than like some blood on a pull-up bar. That's like, that's some traumatizing, uh, Correct. That's traumatizing body fluids. I yeah. don't know how I would feel about that. <laughs> yeah, like uh, those places when they talk about doing the couples one, so they can come do couple one, and I'm like, I gotta get in I, there. Yeah, I know what's going on in here. Don't you? Don't you try to get? Me. <laughs> don't you try to get me there? Have you guys ever done one of those uh, deprivation takes? I've yeah. not actually, but I would. I would be very intrigued by it. Yeah. Yeah. The first time I did it, it's like. Basically 30 minutes of just thinking too much. And you're like, I got to get out of here. And then oh, the yeah. next thing you do, and it's like 30 minutes of kind of thinking a little bit. And you're like, oh, I was all right. And then like eventually it kicks in where you can get in and really just go to nothing. And it is a total kind of amazing, actually. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, did you take any shrooms or any marijuana beforehand, Wes? I did take an edible before. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. What are talking about? What are talking about? Hell yeah. <laughs> supersize this experience yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, next story scientists suggest drinking Pepsi and Coke can increase the size of your testicles whoa good news here alright well uh, I don't know if you guys want larger nuts or not but if you do uh, previous studies have linked sugary drinks like soda to a negative effect on male fertility but a new study from NMU using mice suggests otherwise three groups of mice were tested one drinking only water one drinking a mix of water and soda and one drinking only Coke and Pepsi. After 15 days, the group drinking only soda showed an increase in testosterone and larger testicles. Does this make you guys want to drink more soda? No. I mean, did their testicles swell because they had cancer now? Or like, what was the... (laughs) I feel like also, how long was this study? Because there are certain stimulants, like, you know, like, I'm sure there are certain stimulants that like, if you study it for 14 days, it's like, 
yeah, Coke is amazing for you. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it was 14 days. Right, right. Like, and I mean Coke like cocaine, not like Coke. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm sure some things are great for you in the short term. Of yeah. course. Of course, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm calling uh, I'm calling horseshit on this again. <laughs> just some, it's just some clickbait shit, but I, which I find, you know, I just love this kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, 15 days. What happens on day uh, 29? Are there... Yeah, I don't want they to. Do have that. Heart, yeah. They have a heart attack and they have diabetes. This is actually what happened on day nineteen. Exactly. Uh, the, the the mice that are only drinking Coke and Pepsi can't move anymore. They're just like this big old ball of fur with <laughs> the legs sticking out. Yeah. Uh, good God. Next story. Uh, if you guys are, I know Wes knows this, but I am a slut for Disney because I love me some Disney and Disneyland. Uh, we definitely watch Disney. <laughs> Disney Splash Mountain ride. Uh, water sells on eBay. For uh, for thousands of dollars, uh, because the ride closed at Disney World, and some super genius got a bottle full of a uh, bottle full of water, and I think it sold for like yeah, I want to say it sold for like six thousand bucks or no, uh, ten thousand one hundred dollars. And I thought this was like because you know some people just put it on the uh, on eBay and like jack up the price right away. I'm like oh maybe just some idiots do that, but no, this is like fourteen or fifteen bids deep, so people are actually bidding on this. And the guy just has like a picture of his water bottle, you know, with like the with like the ride behind him. Effing genius, by the way. Yeah. Um, but, man, like, what makes you even go like, yeah, I could sell this for money? I don't know. Did you guys also see that they, uh, the guy the next day after Tom Brady retired went to the spot on the beach and got a cup full of sand? Oh, yeah, <laughs> it sold it. I did see it. that. This is where Tom Brady announces retirement on the beach. Fucking genius, dude. I, I love that shit. Hilarious. That's again for a lot of money, too. Like I know. Much? It went like ten thousand bucks, <laughs> something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like ten thousand dollars of of beach sand. This is um, like one of those days your kid's gonna come back with that one really special rock that's actually worth something versus yeah. all the other rocks that you just uh, like collect random garbage and one day you're like, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I did it. By the yeah. way, do you sh- do you show that off and be like, hey, do you see this water? <laughs> You want to know what this water? Like, are you proud to show this to your friends after you after you're the owner of it? Oh, that's also, cool, dude. How much? Uh, where'd you get that? Oh, I bought it on eBay for ten thousand dollars. I that. mean, nostalgia is a powerful drug, man. It's true. Uh, uh, the Netflix documentary on Pez. No, no. So, if you want to see why people will spend a lot of money and what they look like, go watch the documentary and you understand why people spend this much money on this thing. It's crazy. Like, they get Damn. obsessed with these things. That's that is a great. Well, you Here. know, if you guys are having the, you know, the entrepreneurial, um, you know, instinct in it, the the Disneyland ride is still open. It's going to be closing soon. So if you want to get over to Disneyland, get yourself some uh, twelve ounces of uh, Splash Mountain water. You guys can get rich overnight. Uh, final story, and we'll wrap this shit up. Here you go. Uh, a dog shot and killed a Kansas man after accidentally stepping on a loaded gun during a hunting trip. Yeah, I'm laughing. I'm laughing at this guy's misery. Um, poor dog. Yeah, poor puppy. <laughs> um, let's see. This Kansas man on a hunting trip was accidentally shot and killed by a dog after the pet stepped on the rifle in the back of a car. Wichita resident Joseph Austin Smith, 30, died on the scene Saturday morning, minutes after emergency service arrived and tried CPR. I'm laughing at this guy. This guy died. I think it's, I just still find the story hilarious. Um, because <laughs> the dog, it's like, what the, how would a way to go out? You know, what a, it's man's best friend. He just freaking pops you full of lead. But, but what's even more kind of like quote unquote funny, if you want to say funny, but there's this is there's about ten of these incidents every year where dogs are shooting 
there oh, since 2015 there was 10 dog shootings between uh i said a year my bad between 2004 and 2015 there's been 10 10 dog shootings that have killed people i mean one uh, year still seems like too many right like your, your dog's blowing your brains out i think um, oh though they all have thumbs they don't have fingers they like how yeah. put the safety on put the safety on why don't you well, say, or gun safety 101, know when your gun is loaded, store the ammunition separately from the, like, maybe yeah. some basic gun safety should happen on these hunting trips and not just, yeah. Hey, have you guys ever been injured by a pet? Like, even if you're trying to, like, avoid them or, like, not step on them or they trip you or, like, jumped on your face? Any injuries? No? Okay, not Wes, terrible. yeah, you got one. Yeah, Wes, yeah. you got one? When I was little, we had this dog named Wolf, and he was, uh, black german shepherd huge and he was the meanest dog but he was only nice to us and my mom came on walks he would see another dog and take off and drag me for hundreds of yards where we asphalt grass dirt yeah. that dude was just i was behind it was kicking out oh yeah yeah <laughs> that is that is intense yeah uh, and one one story to go on. We have to get into it, but I don't think you guys heard this. But Starbucks is now selling coffee with olive oil in it. So just some food for thought. I think feet. coffee with milk is a little bit of a sin, and everyone's gonna hate on me for that. I'm a black coffee and espresso kind of guy, so you can keep your olive oil out of my damn beverage. Yeah, I mean at least do butter. I feel like butter should be the for the first step before you go into olive oil. The shit olive oil does not yeah. sound good. One of those uh, things that you wonder who had the idea. They're like, you know what? Here's what I should do this morning. I need some more fat in my coffee. For sure. Well, you know what it was? It's these fuckers that are doing the Lucky Charm study. That's what it is. It's like, I got a better idea, guys. <laughs> Save the Probably. milk. Save the milk. Use the olive oil. Uh, this was episode three of uh, Duck Soup. Gentlemen, uh, thanks for hopping on. Uh, Tim, thanks for making the guest appearance, buddy. And uh, oh, yeah. Wes, until uh, next episode, man. Oh, yeah. Tim, congrats. Man, and good luck on everything you do this year. Make sure you're gonna be great. I didn't know you were going team, so I'm even more excited now. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm stoked. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a year for the ages. That's for sure. <laughs> Such a great opportunity to do team at this point in your life with the kids and everything you got going on with the gym and take a year. Any plans to come out as an individual? Uh, no, because it's been a decade now. This will be my <laughs> like this year will be my tenth year at regional semifinals, whatever. Yeah. And uh, it's time for it's time for me and the family to get a little bit of a break. So, yeah, we got we got we got a little bit a little right, bit of a, a slow down, and then Masters will be here before I know it. So. Beautiful. All right, dudes. Awesome. Adios. Awesome. See you later, guys.